Hello, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast about sports ball for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming you out there in listener land know everything there is to know about heat culture or rise balls. Today is June 5th. I am Rebecca, your director of hockey operations of this podcast, and I am joined by Rachel in her new apartment. Yeah, I I think I've recorded from here before, but it is still a relatively new apartment. Yes, indeed. Okay. And you are our baseball, softball... Yes, today I'm mostly your softball guru. Okay, Baseball is not as interesting. Listen, as (laughs) your hockey person, I I really feel you there. Uh, And I'm also joined by... No, for real. I'm also joined by Nancy. Hello, hello. I am uh, transitioning... Uh, from basketball enthusiasm, well, kind of. I mean, the the WNBA is playing too, but all my teams got shuffled. I don't know who's where right mm-hmm. now. To your soccer enthusiast, because the NWSL is, you know, a mm-hmm. thing now mm-hmm. here in the Bay Area, which is amazing. So. You know, you make a good point. Both of you make a good point that it's kind of like the shoulder season. It's the it yeah. can be the transition season. Yeah. I'm heading into cycling season. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's my Yeah, that's my summer, my summer sport. Yeah, uh, the... to watch, not like as an activity. <laughs> just to be clear. What, you didn't move to southern Arizona and pick up cycling? <laughs> Oddly enough, I did not. <laughs> I picked up lounging in my pool when mm. my work day ends at mm. 2 p.m. That is my favorite Lovely sport. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I did it. I did it today in between work and recording this podcast. Nice. Oh, that's a fucking dream, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. It, it really is. It really is. I really do feel like I'm living the dream out here. Uh, I'm yeah. so glad. That's amazing. Um Yeah, but but anyway, since all of us are in the the uh, unenviable position of having shit sports right now. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about our backup sports. Rachel, you want to you want to talk to us about sure softball? thing. So all right, so uh, for college softball, we are smack in the middle of the women's college world series again. Woo! So uh, that started a few weeks ago, um, and so for the college softball postseason, I'll start at the beginning here. Essentially, they take the top 64 teams from Division I schools. Um, wow. The top 16 teams get ranked in order, and they host the, the first round, the regionals. And uh, so the top 16 teams host, and then everybody else, I'm not sure how they assign what teams go where. Mm-hmm. Some of it seems to be like by location, but some of it doesn't because... It seems entirely arbitrary. Yeah, it does. <laughs> because... Uh, Unfortunately, the team I follow, University of Florida, was not ranked this year. They were not far out of. They were probably in like the eighteen to twenty range. They weren't super far out of the rankings. They had spent most of the season ranked, but unfortunately, they they kind of fell off at the end of the season. So they did not get to host for the first time in like twenty years or something, um, which was a shame. However, they somehow got sorted into the Stanford Regional because Stanford was the number nine team this year at the end of the season. Uh, which uh, I haven't checked, but of all the 64 schools, I think Stanford is probably the closest one to me and where I'm living now in the probably. Bay Area. Yeah. Unless there was oh, one nice. in Berkeley. So just randomly. I don't think there was. Yeah. It was these three other California teams. It was Stanford, Long Beach, uh, Loyola Marymount, and the Florida Gators playing in the Stanford Regional. 
And wow. since it's about an hour, hour and a half away from me, I got tickets and I drove down to Palo Alto three days in a row to watch the Gators play, which was super cool. I dragged Nancy That's with so me cool. one day. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. We had a good time. Yeah, because I, I didn't think I was going to get to see, you know, this particular assortment of players play. And I did. I got to, which was super cool. Less super cool was how the Gators ended up doing in the tournament. Um, <laughs> they kind of, because the, the other two schools, Loyola Marymount and uh, Long Beach, are kind of further down the list. You know, obviously, they're, they're good teams. They made it to the, the postseason, but uh, kind of not, you know, in the, the top teams conversation. Um, and it turns out Stanford, which uh, the Gators haven't played all season. They don't, of course, you know, obviously college teams can only play a few other college teams in the season. Um, so which is part of the reason why they do the rankings, because you can't have a direct comparison when the teams don't play all the other teams in a year. Uh, so they're up against Stanford. I didn't know anything about Stanford going in. Uh, turns out they are phenomenal. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> um, we faced right away a uh, pitcher named Nigeri Kennedy, who is real she, good. Yeah, she ended up winning Freshman of the Year for all of Division One softball. And wow. yeah, and she just the Gator hitters could not figure her out. And it was a double elimination tournament, so uh, Gators won against Loyola Marymount. Lost against Stanford, uh, played Long Beach, and won against them, and then had to play Stanford again, and would have had to beat them twice on that mm -hmm. that last day. And unfortunately, they did not. Um, they really couldn't get much of anything going against that pitcher. She was amazing. Like she yeah. was really good to watch. Yeah. Um. You know, sad that she's not on our team. Um. <laughs> but uh, it was still fun. It was a really fun experience. I'm really glad I got to to go to it. That's awesome. Yep. So that was the regionals round. Um, and there, it, so it's 16 four-team mini tournaments, out of which one team emerges from, from that each cluster. mini tournament. Yes. So then you're left with okay. the top 16, 16 teams. Yes. And the cool thing about this tournament is even if you're, you know, even if you squeak in under the, the you know, barrier and you're like number 64 coming in, it, it after that, the, um, uh, rest of your record doesn't really matter because you know if you happen to do well um which right. is how you get teams like um james madison who wasn't ranked coming in a, a couple years ago and beating uh -huh. getting into the women's world college women's college world series which there's a less awkward long <laughs> yeah game. they need a better acronym or yeah. something yeah um you know they came in and beat oklahoma who uh was fantastic spoiler alert still kicking everyone's ass i'll get to that in a minute <laughs> anyway um so then after the regionals round you're left with 16 teams and then the super regionals round okay. is uh just two teams uh, and you play a three game series i don't know why they do it like this but this is how they do it i think for baseball as well anyway so uh if gators had won they would have faced number eight duke um, mm -hmm. But they didn't. So Stanford faced Duke and beat them Wait. handily. Yes. Sorry. So there's the 16, but then there's this extra bonus something something? Yeah, the first round is I'm called sorry, regionals. Say it again? It's, it, they're different rounds of the tournament. The first round right, is called right. regionals. The second right. round is called super regionals. Okay. But and they narrow it from 16 to 8. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the piece that I missed. Sorry, I, yeah. Okay. It's just no, counterintuitive because usually you make a bracket of 16 and like go from there, but 
Yeah, and it's like you go from a, a four-team double elimination tournament to a three-game series back to okay. a four-team double elimination tournament for two sides of the bracket oh. in the World Series down to when you get to the final two, then you do another three-game series. Oh my god! It's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the story you know. is of why they do it like that, but um, it's probably money. I'm sure, um, and something with TV rights, and you know mm-hmm. when they get yeah. to broadcast mm-hmm. it. Anyway, so then you get down to the top 16 teams. Oh, uh, there were a couple of big upsets. Uh, number two team in the country, UCLA, which has been historically a softball powerhouse since the 80s or 90s when Division One softball kind of came into its own. Um, they were number two. They were beaten by a combination of Grand Canyon University and Liberty University, <laughs> not traditionally Yikes. sports powerhouses, to uh, knock them completely out of the tournament. They didn't get out of the, they didn't wow. win a single game in the postseason. Yeah. That's wild. Wow. And then San Diego State, which was in that same regional, they didn't have to beat UCLA. They only had to beat Grand Canyon and Liberty. So they ended up winning that regional without having Good. to face the number two team in the country. Oh, my God. And then as a result of that, number 15, uh, U- Utah, Woo. who would have had to face UCLA, had to then face San Diego State. So, Which they were real happy about. Yeah. Um, so they ended up taking that super regional and moving on to the Women's College World Series. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't get out of the first round. But uh, womp, womp. yeah, they, they played pretty well. I mean, I watched them a little bit. That was... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was the biggest upset, um, which interestingly, number two last year, FSU also got knocked out in the, the regional. Wow. Round. Anyway, you know, that is that is one of the fun things about all of these kinds, all of these sports tournaments is that there can still be these huge upsets mm-hmm. like playoffs mm-hmm. are just such a different beast than the regular season. Mm-hmm. There's just something about like players can just dig deeper. Yeah. And like. Every game is its own new thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that about sports. It is pretty cool. You know, especially teams that in college, you don't get to see very often because your team doesn't play or, you know, there's just too right. many teams to for you to get a look at during the regular season. So that's pretty cool. Right. So at this point, we are essentially down to the semifinals. So we've got the, the top four teams who are... Uh, okay. so again, Oklahoma is just a dynasty at this point. Um, they are, they, they lost one game all season, uh, to Baylor. Yeah. I was going to say who, who had the honor here? Baylor, who, who wow. didn't end up ranked. Like, <gasps> obviously they're good, but it was just they're, a, they're going to hang on to that fluke, win yeah. forever though. <laughs> Back in February. Yeah, absolutely. And, and at this point from the regular season through to the postseason, Oklahoma has won 50 in a row, which is breaking records of wins in a row for a team. Wow. Yep. Um, they like, they've won 50% of their games by run rules. So eight or more, they're ahead by eight wow. or more after the fifth inning. So, and it's amazing because their players have all these, you know, are breaking all these records and have the highest stats in the league, but they're playing shorter games because they wipe other teams oh. out so badly. They're playing five innings instead of seven all the time. And yet the players are still amazing. Um, they're still, you know, statistically well, they're amazing. amazing. Cause they're getting more rest. Uh, that's true. Could be. Um, so that's, oh my gosh. yeah. Uh, and then they played uh, just today Stanford, 
who got past a number of other very good teams. Uh, I'm trying to think of who they played. Uh, well, you don't want to sit here and listen to me try to remember that. But, <laughs> you know, they the ranked ninth, they were the lowest ranked team coming into the mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. semifinals, at least, because Utah got, got knocked out pretty early. Um, oh, they beat Alabama, which was really nice for me. I'm so um, and the scuttlebutt, because Alabama was ranked number five, and some people were shocked that Alabama was ranked so high and Stanford was ranked so low, but mm-hmm. uh, Stanford beat them, which was nice, um, <laughs> and a couple other teams. And they've just been, you know, they have, in addition to Nyjah Kennedy, they have another pitcher named Alana Vodder, who's Alina Vodder? Somebody. Um, their pitching is just phenomenal. Like, they actually don't get many runs. I think they had scored, coming to this game today, they had scored five runs all tournament. But because wow. people are scoring zero to one runs against them, if they right. get two, They're that's good. all they need to do. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you gotta tell Rebecca the Stanford, like, slogan, though. So... The Stanford, <laughs> they're the Stanford Cardinal, not Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I found this out. Oh, really? Cardinal, oh, just it's one not the, Cardinal. Yeah, well, it's not the bird. It's the shade of red. <laughs> I love the expressions you two just made. What? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But, but uh-huh. all right. The mascot that they use is the pine tree that's in their logo. That is not a pine tree. That is a redwood tree. Is it? Yes, you're I've in heard California. It. Yeah, I've heard it referred to as a pine tree. Well, probably by an East Coaster. Well, listen, anyway. some East Coasters know the difference between a pine tree and a redwood. I'm going mean, to you. you keep telling. It's a silhouette on the, the flag. Anyway, so they're, <laughs> they have some interesting uh, uh, fan paraphernalia. Uh, the... There, there is, a, in fact, a mascot tree who's kind of terrifying to look at. Oh my God. It is a sequoia, officially, which okay. is a strong and beautiful plant and also a symbol of Palo Alto, the city where the university is located. Yep. So uh, they have signs that say, fear the tree. Sometimes they chant, fear the tree, which is, sure. yeah, <laughs> interesting. Me it's I mean, fall uh, on you, you know, <laughs> I, I work at the University of Maryland and our, our mascot is a terrapin turtle and we say fear the turtle so i guess i can't judge fear the tree <laughs> yep. and for some reason their their color is that obviously cardinal red but they all wear pink cowboy hats i don't know what the story is there um but the the most fun thing is that the the fans are called nerd nation of, okay that's pretty good though. stanford athletics okay, in general that's cute and yeah. you know they get really creative with the signs there was somebody that had it said uh Square root of negative one less than three softball, which is square root of negative one is an imaginary one. number. Yeah. So it's I love softball. Uh, it's super uh, nerdy. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. It is incredibly nerdy. Yeah. One of the, the hitters has, um, wears, you know, uh, big black frame, flame, frame glasses to play. Mm-hmm. And she puts mm-hmm. white tape around the, this like, <laughs> her glasses aren't actually broken, but she wears it. And some of the right, fans also wear the glasses with the tape so it's oh, that's cute. yeah it's cute and um you know kind of followed them through the tournament because not that i was rooting for them but you know when the team that beats your team beats mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other people you can be like yeah see they're really mm-hmm. good so mm-hmm. um well but that's that's an interesting point because i always i always wonder this and i also wonder if it varies like 
by team and by sport. Uh-huh. Would you rather the team that beat you go on to win it all or get absolutely shit kicked in the next round? <laughs> it depends. I think it depends. If it's like a team that I actively otherwise hate, I want them right. to get the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. If it's a team right. I'm neutral toward otherwise, then like, yes, I want them to win it all. So it can be like, well, if we hadn't come up, come up against the actual champions, like, it right. Been like, yeah. Yeah. Like with the Lakers, I don't hate them enough. If they had gone on to win like the right. championship this year, I would have been like, well, yeah, I mean, if the Warriors hadn't like gotten beat by the Lakers, then like obviously they would have won. <laughs> but like <laughs> the fucking Vegas Golden Knights, I want somebody to like them. mow their yes. ass and it's just yes. not happening. But that's a conversation. I later want the in stadium the to explode. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah for stanford i fell into the former camp because uh yeah. you know their their program's kind of up and coming they they were good back mm-hmm. in like the early 2000s and then they kind of had to rebuild their program um and you know i, I really enjoyed watching well, they them play are our quote-unquote local team so like mm-hmm. kind of yeah ish <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't i don't harbor any uh bad feelings toward them and that pitcher is so good mm-hmm um just she throws let's i said rise balls from the intro most pitchers especially in softball will will throw multiple kinds of pitches um Mm -hmm. rise balls drop balls change-ups curve balls screw balls all kind of different things because there's a lot you can do with the underhand rotation that you can't necessarily do with the overhand throw in baseball um so uh but she throws like 95% rise balls, which means that the batters almost always know what's coming mm-hmm. and they still can't hit mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's just that good. Mm-hmm. So what's what's a rise ball? Um, a rise ball is where you put the rotation on the ball such that it rises. It, so it oh, either okay. it, either you think it's coming in too low and then it rises up into the strike zone at the last minute. Or you think it's coming right at you, and then it rises up okay. above your bat at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know, depending it makes on it very hard to hit. Yeah, and okay. it, and it it looks really good until it's right at your bat. Mm-hmm. So they know it's coming, but they can't do anything yeah. against it. Basically, yeah. okay, it doesn't make you any more able to hit it. Yeah, okay. and in fact, today um, they played Stanford, and they would have had to beat them twice today in order to advance to the next round, and they came real close. They scored two, mm-hmm. Stanford scored two runs early on. Oklahoma came and tied it up early on. And it was two to two into the ninth inning, which softball games are seven wow. innings. So it was yeah. two extra innings. And finally, uh, uh, you know, each team had a, a couple of chances to do something and they never could because the pitching on both sides is obviously very good. Mm-hmm. Um, though yeah. Oklahoma's most known for its uh, its offense, its batters, and the fact that they could not do anything against wow. first Elena Vauder and then, you know, when Nigel Kennedy came in, they're doing almost nothing. Well, they finally get a couple runners on in the top of the ninth. Uh, Oklahoma does. And then uh, Nigel Kennedy had two outs, had two strikes, mm. uh, got, uh, you know, was down to the last strike and threw a curveball instead of the rise ball. Oh, and no. uh, the batter hit a double and oh. uh, two runs came in. Yeah, wow. so they were they were real close. But Oklahoma has done that. The the big news was when they faced Clemson in the Super Regionals, they almost got beat. I, I was watching this game, at least the end of it. Clemson was up three runs at the end of the, in top of the seventh. Um, and 
Oklahoma managed to get one runner on, and then the pitcher gets two outs, two strikes on the batter. The batter hits a, a single. So you got runners on first and second. So mm-hmm. then the tying run comes up to the plate again. The pitcher mm-hmm. gets two strikes on her. The girl hits a home run, ties it up. Oh. Oklahoma wins it in extra innings. That's intense. So wow. they can do that, you know, all the way up until the seventh inning, the, their sure. very last strike. They can be a threat. And they were again today. So uh, how many games are left? Um, so that side of the bracket is done for the uh, the semifinals. Then uh, okay. actually currently right now, which once we stop recording, I will <laughs> start the game. Um, Tennessee is playing FSU for the other spot in the final. So Oklahoma's okay. through to the final. Um, Tennessee and Florida State are, are battling it out. Um, Tennessee has already lost once. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma, and that was an interesting game. I was really looking forward to seeing Tennessee play Oklahoma because Tennessee has a ton of really good batters, too. They're also known for their offense, and I wanted to see what mm-hmm. they could do against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Not great in the uh, their oh. their matchup. Yeah, they were run-ruled 8-0 to zero or 9-0. to zero. Mm. Um, Ouch. Yeah. So who are we rooting for? Uh, of, of FSU and Tennessee, now technically they're both ri- kind of rivals of the Gators. Uh, FSU more okay. so because, you know, it's an in-state rivalry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't particularly have anything against the Seminoles, uh, you know, other than they have a, a racist name and a racist mm-hmm. chopping thing. And they're better than the Gators right now, which is does not, you know, incline me favorably right. toward them. <laughs> um I would rather see Tennessee win. They're also in the so okay. they're they're also in the Gators division. So I've seen them play a few times, and they did beat the Gators pretty badly. But they're just a fun team to watch, especially because they have so okay. much offense. Um, so I would say out of that, I would like Tennessee to win. But they have to win twice against FSU mm. today because FSU okay. has not yet been defeated in this part of the tournament. Mm. Okay, which I think is possible. But then overall, Tennessee or Oklahoma? Uh. gosh it's tough because on the one hand you're like okay there's this juggernaut and like they're breaking all these records you know and uh on one hand i'd like to see them do something that you know they're they're up to three peat because they've won the last two oklahoma's won the last two series and so if they three peated it's only the second time that's been done ucla did it in the 90s Hmm. oklahoma could do it now that's kind of cool i do genuinely like watching oklahoma play Hmm. Um, okay. they don't feel entitled. Like they're, they always bring it, you know, they look really mm-hmm. excited. They don't come in acting like they're going to win. Um, so I do genuinely enjoy watching them play. It would be cool to see somebody kind of knock them off their pedestal. I don't know that anybody mm-hmm. can because the finals, it's a, a three game series. So you have to win two out of three. I'm not sure anybody can beat them twice. There are teams that sure. I think can beat o- Oklahoma once. I'm not sure right. anybody can take two out of three against them. Okay. So we'll see. I Hopefully it'll be a good matchup. You know, that's what I would like yeah. rather than, you that's know, true. Oklahoma just run right. ruling them twice. That would be right. lame. And they would do that even in the finals. Yeah, I think the it definitely has to the rest of the tournament. I don't know if okay. it does in the finals too. I mean, it's, I would imagine, well, that's a good question. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so we'll see who faces off against Oklahoma and whether they can do shit. (laughs) That's exciting. Cool. Thanks, Rachel. Well, definitely let us know when the next games are on because I don't have a sport right now. So, (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm sure by the time this comes out, it will have passed. But 
Wednesday and Thursday, and then if necessary, Friday will be the the final okay. series. Cool. And then um, college baseball will be on. And normally I don't pay attention to college baseball, but interestingly, uh, University of Florida, their baseball team came in number two. They're ranked number two mm. at the end of the season. Number one, Wake Forest, my alma mater. Ah. Was, yeah, did not pay attention to them at all during the season. Saw toward the end of the season. Oh, I guess they're number one in the country. Um, wow. Yeah. So we'll see. I may watch because uh, they're two weeks behind. So they're on the regionals now. Hmm. And the next okay. weekend will be their super regional. So I'll, I may watch the the end of that tournament and see whether the Gators and the Demon Deacons can pull it off. So the last time we talked, uh, you're... you're... Who was it? The, somebody was streaking. I guess the streak is the streak ended at those two games, and they haven't oh, the haze. struck again. Days. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're still they're still breaking records, but they're not the kind of records. Not the good ones. <laughs> okay, we'll just we'll just nope. I didn't say anything. Yeah, they Nothing's still haven't happening. won more than two in a row at this point. Okay. Okay. Um, they played the Marlins, which was unusual. They don't play the Marlins a whole lot. They got up to a five to zero lead. And then the Marlins scored seven runs and beat them. Oh! So. Oh! Oh! Yeah, that's the kind of season they're playing. Ouch! Yeah. Okay. It's real bad. All right. So, so Nancy. (laughs) Nancy. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. What's going on in your world? Good. Uh, What's your summer sport? It's my summer sport. Uh, Well, like I said said the the basketball championships are still going on i have not been watching but maybe i need to because uh we're currently in the finals the nba finals and it is the denver nuggets who were the number one seed in the west and just basically cruised to being the western conference finals um Mm -hmm. i'm actually genuinely not sure if they lost a game if they did, it was only like one or two. Oh, in the playoffs? Yeah, in the yeah. playoffs. Um, wow. Really, really good. So number one seed in the West versus the number eight seed in the East, the Miami Heat, who definitely were not supposed to steamroll all of the other teams <laughs> in the East and then definitely did. Um, well, you know what? Boston. I did know that because... No, sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying Boston, they didn't steamroll them. They toyed with them. That's true. They did. They toyed with I, that. Delighted me because fuck Boston. And but this is the this is the first year that Boston has lost two yes. series yes. in major sports at home in, in game, game seven. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Beautiful. Sure thing. is. Beautiful. Made me real happy. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah. For if you weren't paying attention, uh, that that round, the Boston versus Miami. Uh, Miami won the first three games pretty easily, mm-hmm. and everybody's saying, "Okay, no team has come back from three to zero mm-hmm. uh, in the, the postseason." Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boston won the next game, mm-hmm. and the next game, mm-hmm. and the next game, and then all mm-hmm. so it's oh okay, they have all the momentum. I guess they're going to be the first ones mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Nope, mm-hmm. nope, Miami mm-hmm. beat them. No, nope. and by a lot, like yeah, blew that them last out game. in the last game too. <laughs> Good. It was great. Good job, yeah. Miami. Yeah. Thank so, you for your service. Miami is now playing uh, the Denver Nuggets and are definitely not supposed to win, but it's tied 1-1. Uh, wow. Yeah, so. I, I heard somebody say that we should be referring to this as like the spicy nugget bowl or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the heat and the nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the heat, the heat culture, that's what I was referring to because it's it's definitely 
part of the conversation is this whole thing about like, you know, what makes a winning culture and like what, you know, Mm -hmm. what are they doing? They have one guy, Jimmy Butler, who is just like willing them to all of this. He's been a tremendous Mm -hmm. player, but also they've got guys around him who are just showing up, including like at least one, maybe two guys who were undrafted, you know, like it's this whole thing. They're very much the underdogs and are just right you know, showing up and playing a team game and, and just rolling. So so I may have to start caring a little bit more. Just, <laughs> you know, a last gasp of caring about the NBA for right. a year. Uh, but that's been fun. And like I was also saying, the WNBA, all my, I you know, my favorite teams, the Seattle Storm, um, you know, Subert retired, and then they traded a couple of my favorite players, um, mm-hmm. and Chicago Sky blew up their roster. So, like, they've still mm-hmm. got Kalia Copper, who I love, but they traded the Vanderquigs. Um, and Candace Parker, who I loved, went to Vegas. I mean, I... Vegas has a lot of my favorite players and they're playing really well, but it hurts. But me. it's Vegas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I feel you. I really, really do. I really feel you. It's hard. So I need to I need to watch and see. I think I think Courtney Vandersloot is on the Liberty, and I think that's where uh, one of my, where, where my favorite center, uh, Stephanie, is. Um, but I'm not sure. I have not been paying close attention yet because I have been distracted by the NWSL, which has put a team in the Bay Area. Yay! Yay! Finally, yes. a Finally. pro major league team in yes. the area. It's amazing. It's What's really their good. name? Uh oh. <laughs> Bay FC. It's, it's not, boring. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just it's not dull. bad. It's just boring. And this is this right. has been the thing so far. So like the name is not bad, but it's kind of dull. The branding is not bad, but it's kind of dull. The, right. Like you know, it's a lot of like very sort of like lackluster classic. I mean, they're going for classic, and yeah. I get it. It's you know, but like it's but it's hard to Bay go classic. Area. Like well, and it's hard to go classic when you're introducing a new team to the league. Because you want to invite yeah. some, like, excitement and, about yeah. it. And yeah. Bay Area is such a colorful yeah. collection yeah. of individuals yeah. that, like... So, they, they, they got trolled a bit because, like, so first of all, Bay FC, a lot of people are like, why the fuck are you calling it a football club? Like, there's a couple in the NWSL that are, like, right. FC or whatever, and they get dragged for it because, like, this ain't fucking Europe, you know? Like, it's <laughs> not a fucking football club. It's a soccer team, you know? What are we, what are we trying to pretend to be here? You know, right? Um, so that's one thing. Their colors are just like navy and like a, a rather nice sort of orangish red, I guess. But then, mm-hmm. like all their merch is just like navy or gray or white. Oh, yeah. Which, and a lot of it says BFC on it, which you look at and you're like, like big, big fucking, fucking chicken. Like chicken, <laughs> big fucking club. I don't know. Yeah, but yes, like, and I'll all I can hear is KFC every time I see it is like, and I thought KFC. BFG. Yeah, also that. Yeah, so like, it, a little oh. more effort could have been expended here. Right. I feel um, right. So I don't so know. Maybe and, it wasn't and, lack of effort. Maybe it was just like by committee. Like they couldn't agree on shit, so they had to agree on something that was kind I, yeah. of. Yeah. So the thing I wondered about that, that nobody maybe, hated. 
Yeah. It, like, the other choice could have been, like, the pissing wombats or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have been better. That would have been awesome. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine your logo. Come on. <laughs> but, yeah, I so, so I think it happened pretty quickly um, because mm-hmm. the expansion, they're going to start playing next season. Um, they have not yet even nailed down a location, much less a coach or a roster or anything like that. So they like, should probably do that somewhat soon. One would think. So they're, it's happening very fast. So that may have mm-hmm. contributed. I agree. It was probably, you know, a committee. It's also like, I think it's suffering a little bit from like, you know, rich white lady-itis just in that, mm-hmm. like, I think that's a lot of the investors, which... I mean, I'm glad it's okay. got a lot of women investors. That's great. But also, like, you know. Uh, so I'm, ho- you know, the takeaway for me is we have a women's pro sports team in the Bay. Like, whatever, I'm going to support yeah, them. I'm delighted. That's exciting. They can always yeah. iterate on the branding. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. like, they did get definitely dragged for the name, for the branding. Also, their website launched with, like, only dudes in the images of the What? Merch. Shut yeah. up. No, I'm serious. Or male presenting people, I should say. Shut up. And they launched in June with not a single hint of Pride merch anywhere. In the Bay Area. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Their marketing person... I know, needs to, needs be, fired. to be fired. Yes, I agree. Either that or they need to hire a marketing person because this has been done by some, like, old man manager. So this was the really funny oh part. My God. Is that Oakland has both a men's and a women's soccer team the roots and the Mm -hmm. soul who have Mm -hmm. amazing merch and branding Mm -hmm. and everybody like everybody i have seen online has just been like hey so maybe you should go talk to the roots and the Mm -hmm. soul and like maybe hire their designer because (laughs) they clearly understand the assignment and your team did not you do not yeah so whatever there was a launch party rachel and i went which was very fun Mm -hmm. um because we wanted to be supportive you know again i mean it all comes back to you can iterate on your fucking branding there's a women's pro team in the area we're happy right we're happy about that so like uh it was over in the city which is you know a long schlep for us (laughs) (laughs) so far away so far away so we did. We slept into the city on a Saturday afternoon, and it was a beautiful around. day, though. It was a gorgeous fucking day. It yeah, it looked like crowd. fun. It was a lot of fun. There were I saw later estimates of about five thousand people, so that's pretty good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, food trucks, a band, some merch. You know, the whole shebang. Yeah, a lot of kids kicking soccer balls mm-hmm. at you while you're trying to eat yep. the food, but you know, it Lovely. happens. Yeah, it's good. They've got the youth enthusiasm on their side. I did feel, I felt good about the, like, the turnout, because, you know, it's always the struggle with women's sports, right, is you want to show support. Yes. Um, Relatedly, the Oakland Soul, which is the women's team, is doing their first season, and I think so far they've played three games that have all sold out, which I was very happy to note. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. Rachel, we need to go to one of their games. What league are they in? I'm not curious. I don't remember. It's not affiliated. It's... Not it's not a, a feeder team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Those are the words I was fishing for. Mm. Um. So, yeah. So Bay FC, they're launched. They're you know officially playing starting twenty twenty four. There was another expansion team added to the NWSL this year too, which is a little funny. So a couple, I want to say two years ago, uh, the Utah Royals uh, had um, scandal. 
and moved to become the Kansas City Current. And now they're restarting the Utah Royals. That's the other new expansion, quote unquote, team. Uh, so I'm glad Salt Lake City is going to have a women's soccer team again. Um, kind of funny. Which, they moved to the one city in the country that where they can't use Royals. They had to rebrand. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's good. So the NWSL, I think that puts them at 15 teams now, which is pretty good. That's great. Yeah, I would like to see the WNBA do the same. Um, yes. Because it is The WNBA time. is well past time. It is well past for time for expansion. expansion. And the, yeah. the, the Especially commissioner... Especially just how good they are. I know. And the commissioner They're keeps talking so about it, but then, like, not putting forth any timelines oh. or any cities or anything. So, like, that's... I think she's going to be careful with that, because I think that's going to become a real pain point real fast. Because, like, mm-hmm. there was a lot... Especially coming out of the pandemic, there was a lot of excitement about expansion coming soon. Mm-hmm. And it has mm-hmm. now been three seasons and, and nothing. nothing. Yeah. So... So I think that's that's got to happen soon. And I get being cautious because you don't, you know, you don't want to overextend yourself and then like run into problems and have to shut teams down or what. Like I get that caution, but at some point you got to right. grow. You got to grow. Yeah. So, yeah. No. So, uh, yeah. So we'll see how the Bay FC does. Uh, they have yet to announce a location. If it's close by, I want to become a season ticket holder because I think that'd be cool as hell. But yeah. I don't want to fucking try and drive to San Jose every other weekend. So yeah, that would be a lot. Because I yeah. mean, the problem with the Bay Area extends over it's a like large three. Amount of land. Yeah, it's quite large. Yeah. So and more importantly, a large amount of traffic to get wherever yes, you're going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see where they if they end up in San Jose or down on the peninsula somewhere. I probably go to a couple games, but not be a season mm-hmm. ticket holder. If they somehow end up in the city depending on where in the city or if they're in the east bay somewhere then like yes absolutely i will do well that. also sometimes you can become a season ticket holder and you you don't get tickets for every single game like you can get a package of that's tickets true. and still that's be considered that's a, good point. a season ticket that's holder a good point. yeah and that's still a way of supporting them that would be like good. consistently throughout the year mm-hmm. plus you usually get like discounts on playoffs yeah stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're a season ticket holder, even if yeah. it's only a few games. Yeah, I mean, I know the season ticket holder stuff includes more than just the tickets to the games, but I thought it did pretty much yeah. always include, like, tickets to all the home games. But if it's not just I mean, that... it, yeah, it probably depends on the team and the organization. Yeah, makes sense. But, like, we were season ticket holders to Capitals games, mm-hmm. but our season tickets, we had five games. We had oh, a five-game package. Okay. Yeah. And you still got the benefit of being a season ticket holder, which was like mm-hmm. um, early access to playoff sure, tickets. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, discounts on merch, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's exciting. Oh, and Rachel, I don't remember if I texted you this or not. Um, maybe I did, but uh, our own Andre Iguodala is an investor. Yes, yes you did text me. That's right, I did because we missed. He's him. a what? He's, he's an, an investor. investor. Oh, he's an investor <laughs> in the team in Bay FC. Right, he's, he's an imposter. You did, thought he was I, a basketball player all this but time, but fact, he's actually a have women's I soccer mentioned, player. I don't yeah, know. Uh-huh. Have I mentioned recently the extreme jet lag <laughs> and time zone change I am dealing with right now? Okay, he's an investor, he's not an, an imposter. Investor. Yes. And he so was. Right. That's he like was, he was actually at the event. We just didn't mm-hmm. see him. We didn't see him. Oh, cool! I know. That's awesome. Yeah. 
But yeah, I was that very reminds happy me of the autocorrect that. that my phone wanted to do this week. I was writing to our legal counsel, and I wrote indemnification, and my phone changed it to insemination. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, that's uh-huh. a different word. Thankfully, I, yeah. I caught it before I sent it. Good for you. Um, yeah, but yeah, sorry, Andre Iguodala, for calling you an imposter. <laughs> no, he is an investor, and I was delighted. It's always nice to see. You know, my men's sports faves take right. the women's sports seriously. So yes, cool. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, pretty excited about it, honestly. Um, well, as as I've alluded to a couple times, the hockey season is basically over. It's over for me. Um, I missed the entirety of the third round because I was in South Africa. That's a good excuse. Um, Yes, very good excuse. And the way it went, I'm kind of glad I missed it. I will say I did have my Stars t-shirt and my Stars sweatshirt with me, and I wore them during the games so that I could not be accused of being the reason that they (laughs) might have lost. Um, So they didn't lose because of me. I'll just just say that. Yeah, you're safe. Um, So the Stars were playing the fucking vegas golden knights um yes exactly i fully agree um they lost games one and two the stars lost games one and two in game three jamie ben the stars captain mm. um cross-checked oh, i saw uh, something Mark about this. stone the captain of the vegas golden knights and off he cross-checked him after he cross-checked him he lunged forward with both hands. So a cross check is when you take both hands are on your stick and you hit another player with your stick, basically it's like above you close the waist. Line them, yeah, yeah. Except it doesn't have to be like right. in the neck area, but it's that but sort just, of gesture. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you're you're actively going after them with your mm-hmm. stick. Um, and so after he cross checked him. Mark Stone fell to the ice and Jamie Ben lunged forward with both hands on his stick and made contact, basically trying to clothesline Mark Stone as he was sliding on the ice. So he went for basically Mark Stone's neck area with his stick. Yikes. So he got a um, five minute major penalty and a game misconduct, which mm-hmm. meant he was he tossed suspended. out of the game then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, a game misconduct automatically comes with uh, a hearing with the Department of Player Safety. So the Stars went on to lose game three. Um, Jamie Ben got a two-game suspension, so he was out for games four and five. The Stars won games four and five. Oh, wow. I didn't hear that and part. And then, yes, and then Jamie came back for game six and they lost. Mm. <laughs> so should have well, kept him out another game. Was. Yeah. yeah. The the absolute roasting he took on the internet. Oh, I bet was incredible, incredible. <laughs> like probably deserved, uh-huh. but also like hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so now the Stanley Cup Finals are happening. Um, game one was. 
I want to say Saturday, game two is tonight, mm-hmm. and it's between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And what's interesting about the Florida Panthers is they were in a playoff position for only 28% of this whole season. Mm-hmm. But it was the 28% so, that counted. <laughs> yes, they ended there, and that's what matters. Um, but, you know, it's like we talked about earlier. The playoffs are so unpredictable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the um boston bruins had a record-breaking season they lost like 10 games the whole season they were knocked out the first round and then the florida panthers who were barely in a playoff position the whole season they're in the finals and so uh the panthers lost game one um but in 2018 when the Vegas Golden Knights made it to the finals their first year, they won game one and then they lost the next four. So I fully believe the Panthers can pull this one out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and I would like for the that would be Golden amazing. Knights to just go away. Oh my gosh. Just go away. I will <laughs> say I have learned that the Vegas Golden Knights have an indigenous player, which I think is cool. Um, yes. But that is their only redeeming feature. Yes. I agree. No, absolutely no. <laughs> Did they run over y'all's cats or something? What happened? Uh, just, just I hate Vegas. General yeah. Vegas ire. Okay. Well, yeah. Fair enough. They did real bad things to the sharks. That's why I hate them. Yeah, I... I. Uh, they were the team for that such like, an... knocked Pavelski out on the ice so that he was bleeding and people thought he might be dead for a minute. And for such a new team in the league, they've made yeah. a fucking weird number of like enemies. Yeah, they just like, they they've been in the league for five years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm obviously rooting for Unlike, Florida anyway. So good. Unlike the Kraken, who is a new team mm-hmm. that even though they suck their first year, everyone adores them. Yeah, yeah. They've got great vibes. Vegas Golden Knights yes. just have asshole vibes just across Garbage. the board. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Garbage. Fully. Yeah. They have a yeah. lot of really aggressive, really shitty players. Like, yeah. shitty in the, like, bad way, not shitty as in, like, they don't play well. Right. They're fine hockey players. Yes. <laughs> but they're, like, kind Garbage of shit humans. humans. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. Or just, like, they, uh, I want to say they cheat not in the way that means they are, um, like, falsifying. But, like, you know how I think you can like cheat on a baseball bat it just means like you hold it a little bit differently to make it a little bit easier for yourself i feel like that's the kind of cheat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like not quite the same thing. they're not like they're not like breaking any rules they're just pushing them right up to the limit yeah. all like, the time and i say this as somebody who has grown up a flyers fan so like i recognize mm-hmm. what yeah. i'm talking about here it's more like communicating tipped pitches i think than a bat grip for baseball Okay, like, fair. Like what the Astros it. did, but the only thing the Astros did that was officially wrong was use technology to do it. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just I just don't like them. And their fans are just like, like awful and like yeah. I mean, just... that's fair. You don't need a reason to sports hate a team. I was just <laughs> I have a lot of them. It's true. That's a good <laughs> point. Yes, we don't no. need a reason. No. We don't need to justify no. ourselves no. here. This is our podcast. We get yep. our opinions are correct. <laughs> that is true. They are. Right. It's so nice to yeah. always be right here. <laughs> this is a safe space in which we can always be right. That's good. Yeah. Um I mean that that's all I have. As as I've mentioned, I am I am jet lagged. 
Uh, I got home on Saturday from an amazing trip in South Africa, but it was 37 hours to come home. That's insane. That's so long. Nine hour time difference. So I don't really know what it's day amazing. Your it conscious. Right it really is. It, it kind Mad of is. Props. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good thing we scheduled this for the afternoon and not the evening because ah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. have made it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you guys would have tried to sign on and been like, where is Rebecca? I think the longest door-to-door travel I've ever done was 29 hours, and that was enough. Yeah. I can't imagine adding another eight onto that. That sounds bonkers. Yeah. It it was a lot. (laughs) But anyway, heading into summer sports season. Yeah. And that'll be fun. Cycling, soccer, um, and I'm uh, sure softball. I can have some cycling stuff for us to talk about nice. next time. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Yep. Well, but go Panthers. In the meantime, yes, go Panthers and go Oklahoma. Or. Right? <laughs> or Tennessee. We're on Or Tennessee. We don't Somebody's know if it's going to be Tennessee. Win. It might go. be FSU. If it's FSU. Tenahoma. <laughs> so, okay, Oklahoma. So, Oklahoma. <laughs> if it's FSU, I would rather Oklahoma win. If okay. it's Tennessee, I would rather Tennessee win. We'll go okay. with that. Well, that works. It's an if-then proposition. Okay. okay. Sure. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, if folks, you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at foulpugpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at foulpugpodcast, and we're mostly on Twitter at foulpugpod. Our website is foulpugpodcast.net. Rachel's going to do some thank yous. (laughs) All right. I would like to thank Joe, as always, for doing our editing. And Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our music. And I would like to suggest that everybody rate and review us, especially on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. That would be great. And uh, tell your friends. Get them excited. Uh, Sports are fun. It's summer. It's time to do all the sporty things. Yeah. And uh, go kick some balls. Yeah. Sounds good seasonally approach we'll you next time <laughs> and happy pride yes happy pride Woo-hoo.